You're listening to Balanced Broads with your host, Erica and Sage. What is up, Broads? It's so nice to see you again after a week off. <laughs> I know. Welcome back. Um, last week, I mean, we we were going to record, but basically we had such like technical difficulties that our episode came out late and we were like, this counts. Yeah, we were like, this counts. And then the next week, I was just like way busier than I thought I was going to be. Like I thought I was going to have like all this downtime during the trip, but we were doing so much like wedding stuff and birthday stuff and just like it's really, it's not easy in my house to like get a moment of silence to record. It's so hard. So I was like, Erica's like, let's just skip this week. You're so busy. And it just, we just want to make sure the episode's good rather than rushing it. And it just being stressful and not sounding good. So, um, but we're happy to be back to regular programming this week. Cause I'm back home. I'm distracted now. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing in the background? Sorry, guys. It's my boyfriend trying to do something. I don't know. Um, start of the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you ask me a question? No, I didn't. I just okay. said um, that I was happy to be back home, back in Texas. Um, I spent almost three weeks in California visiting my family. So that was super nice. Um, And I got to see Erica for one day because we went and got our bridesmaids dresses. Well, I think we talked about that in the last episode. So we went and got our bridesmaids dresses. Um, So we got to see each other at least one time. Um, But other than that, it was just pretty much hustle bustle the entire time I was out there. But it was just really nice to to see everybody. Um, Yeah, you were crazy busy. I know. Like we totally thought that we would have more of a chance to hang out and then – it was like, I, when I texted you about the episode, I was like, should we just take a break? And then it was like five days later, no, we can do it. Like, yeah. Okay. You're busy. <laughs> I know. I, it's like so crazy out there. It's funny. Cause when I'm in Texas, it's just like really calm. And I think it's cause it's really just like me and Cole and then obviously his family, but we have our own place, you know? So it's just like really calm and we have like our routine and when you go travel anywhere, it's just, everything just gets totally thrown off. And it was nice to be, you know, with my family. That's like the best thing ever. Um, but there's so many of us and there's so many people to see, and there's so many things to do that it's really hard to not be like crazy busy the entire time, you know? Yeah. I think it's like when you go on vacation, you're like, I'm totally going to have a chance to relax. And then you end up doing all the things and you're, you get home and you're like, okay, now I need a vacation. <laughs> I know I get home. And I'm like, okay, now I need to relax. Um, but yeah, no, it was really good. How about you? How was your, like, how was the last week? Um, it was good. Um, I, you know, did the same as usual work from home every single day and, um, saw my family for like a Halloween nights we like carved pumpkins and watched a scary movie that was so fun it looked really fun your shots looked really fun you guys struggled way more than austin and your dad oh my god so yeah for last christmas we got my parents a shot ski because of course it's like a great christmas present um and we finally used it and it worked out perfectly because it's like the three of us girls my sister my mom and me and then the three boys, my dad, Austin, and Ashley's boyfriend. Okay, so that's Ashley's boyfriend. That's I was, Ashley's I saw boyfriend. him and I was like, oh, who is that? I've never seen him before. Yeah, funny story. 
because I he doesn't yeah, I, I have to get him onto the balance broads train now that he's family but um I've known him for 10 years he's been Ashley's friend for 10 years oh really and he's come to all of our parties you've probably met him yeah maybe yeah so he's been at all of our parties and they finally were like hey guess guess what we like each other <laughs> and now they're together um oh. But yeah, he he made all of us shots. We put in the shot ski, and I totally coughed mine up everywhere. I'm not, yeah, I'm not like a quick shot taker. I'm like a sip my shot type of person. Yeah, I saw an Ashley's story. I was like, oh, Erica, <laughs> classic Erica. I was gonna post it on my story too because it is funny, but then I forgot, and I'm like, now it's too late. But <laughs> I'm like, I know everyone in my life has my sister, so they've seen it anyways. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but that's good that you still got to have like a little family Halloween party because the Laura Halloween party is always like that the best. It's like the pinnacle of Halloween. So it's so nice because it's like a scaled down version. It's nice because I would have like probably missed it anyway because I would have been here. So it's like I don't have to have FOMO. Yeah, true. There's no party to miss out on this year. It was just a tiny little family thing, which was still like it still filled in that that gap that we would have had. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, I think we should get into our lemon and lime. Nope. Lemon and lemonade. Wow. (laughs) I I mean, but I love lime, so that's not. Yeah. um, I like lemon and I like lime, so that'd be, that wouldn't work. Um, Our lemon and lemonade segment. My brain was not working. It literally. (laughs) Um, Our lemon and lemonade segment. So Erica, if you guys don't know, what lemon and lemonade is we introduced this in the last episode that we released pretty much um our lemon is something that didn't go so well during our week and our lemonade is something that made our week better and something that was very positive so erica if you want to start off with your lemon and your lemonade yes i do so our lemon aka our bad thing is that our balcony is infested with wasps (gasps) infested Oh, like bad. My gosh. Like bad. <laughs> Are you serious? Our house had really bad wasps when we came here too, like really bad. It's so scary. It's like, it, okay, finding all of their little homes was terrifying because we were out there decorating and, you know, hanging up uh, Halloween lights and all up in the corners of our balcony and touching all the things. And my dad was here helping hang some stuff and he he was like, uh yeah, that's a that's a nest or a hive or whatever. And then we see another one and another one and another one. And there's like literally like five hives outside of our tiny little balcony. Like it's just too small for too many wasps. Oh my god. It's so terrible. We're waiting for our um, property management to come out here and fix it. But in the meantime, like we can't go on our balcony because there's just constantly wasps just everywhere. So they're wasps too. Like you you saw the wasps everywhere. They're not old. They're not old hives. Yeah. There's a few that were old, but when we first found them, we were like, oh shit, like that sucks. But then yesterday it was like a swarm and like we couldn't open the windows because we're, I don't know, they're not going to come in through the window or like with the screen, but we didn't open anything because they were just like pecking at the glass. It was- Oh my gosh. They're they're murderers. They're trying to kill us and our cats. That is so scary. Yeah. We have them in our, um, like our backyard and garage area. 
And I was like, I'm literally not coming until those are done because that's those scare the crap out of me. I've never been stung by a bee, knock on wood or a wasp or anything like that. And I'm absolutely terrified of it. I have been stung by a bee only once though. And it was in the most bizarre way. I was like walking back when I was in college and something landed on my head and I was like, what the fuck is this? So I like went to brush my hair and I got stung because <laughs> I guess a bee, a bee, I guess just like fell in my hair. And when I went to move it, I just moved my finger into its stinger. And I was like, what is this pain? <laughs> You're like what's happening? My yeah. mom got, my mom got stung on her tongue. Yeah. Oh my God. She was camping or something and it was in her drink, like in the can. So when she drank it, it landed on her tongue and then stung her tongue. Oh my God. Did her tongue swell up? I don't know. It was when she was like a teenager, but she also got stung. She stung herself one time too, because I, we were out swimming and there was a bee and this was years ago. And she went to like swat it with the, with like a towel Uh one of the girls. And when she swatted it, it stuck to the towel. And then she went swatted again and stung herself with the towel with the bee (laughs) on it on her foot. I mean, that's kind of karma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was killing. This was like probably twelve to fifteen years ago, which was like the pre-people like loving bees. This was definitely when people killed the bee, like more bees. Now we're like, don't kill any bees. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, it's okay. But now it's funny because now she's like, can I kill it? We're like, no. She's like, okay, I know. We're like, <laughs> at least she nicer. asked now. Yeah, we're nicer to be. We're nicer to bees. She's learning. Um, but yeah, so she stung herself. I've never stung myself, but that's freaking terrifying. It's the worst. It's, and I, I love my balcony and I want to be able to go like enjoy the Halloween decorations we put out, but. And it's like getting to be nice weather to lay on your balcony. Yeah. Like we get good, like we get good sun and shade there and it's like, it's just not enjoyable. So that is for sure my lemon and will be until it's fixed. Hopefully this week. I have no clue. Um, my lemonade is definitely that Halloween fam night I had. Oh, and also, I also wanted to, because I knew I was going to talk about that anyways. Um, I know you don't play Animal Crossing anymore, but the Halloween update is so freaking cute. And it just fills my little black heart with joy. Are you still playing it like normal? Um, not at all like I was back then. I probably do like, if anything, an hour a day or like just like check in and like, because I'm still trying to like do certain things. So I like work towards that slowly, but not at all like I used to. But this update has made me play like I used to because there's just so many cute Halloween things and I'm like living my best life. I haven't played the Switch since I moved. So really, yeah. So maybe I should get back into it. My islanders are going to be absolutely livid. They're going to be like, "Okay, Sage, you brought us all to this island, then you just fucking leave us." I know, and I feel really bad, but I just, yeah, I just totally forgot about it, honestly. So I'll get back to it. That's actually that sounds fun. I, I I'm going to get back to that. Definitely do it now because the seasons are changing in the game, and it's so cute. And we don't have seasons in California. And do they really have seasons in Texas? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it gets really pretty. It's not like, you know, like 
East Coast where it's like orange leaves and like gorgeousness. Um, but the weather gets total, like it gets really cold. Like in the winter time, when a cold front hit, hits, it's like 26 in the morning. Okay. So it's like not like the East Coast, but it's not like California. Yeah. I've been dying to go to like New Hampshire because I saw beautiful. someone go there. It was so stunning. And I've never seen that. Like I've seen, actually, I went to Idaho in the fall. Um, in October, like in Boise and it was, it was so stunning and it was orange and so pretty. Um, and Idaho is just gorgeous in itself, but like New Hampshire, Vermont, like all those places are just so freaking gorgeous. And I just want to go so bad during the fall. I would just love to have some seasons. So I got to live virtually through Animal Crossing and pretend like our leaves change colors. Yeah. You can still decorate and that's yeah. the most fun. Except for the wasps, but yeah. Yeah, well, you could put some, like, Halloween costumes on the wasps. Like, you can just have – be like, if you're going to be here, you're going to need to be in the spooky spirit. That would be amazing. I actually have ghosts hanging from, like, the balcony. Like, that's what we were putting up. And they were flying in, like, inside of the ghost's outfit. And I'm like, okay. Like, at least you're, like, getting in the spirit. At least you're trying to, like, dress up. Yeah. And, like, also – Wasps are terrifying, so it's like a little bit of live Halloween decorations. That's very true. If you have trick-or-treaters, you can be like, you need to go on the balcony, Mwahaha, and then they all get stung. <laughs> then they all get stung, and we laugh. <laughs> Do you think that you'll have trick-or-treaters? Um, we did not last year, and like, who knows with COVID, but I know in our little section where we live now, um, it's a lot more kids. Like, there's kids yeah. right across from us. So if anything, like, I want to just like, give them Halloween. Like the two children that live across, I want to just like give them all the Halloween because I just want trick-or-treaters, but we normally don't get that many. I want trick-or-treaters so freaking bad. Um, I just don't know, you know, like if this neighborhood gets it. So I am prepared. Um, it'll be really sad if no one comes, but I am prepared. Um, I just don't know, you know, cause like COVID, I know California, they were saying like, no trick-or-treating, no trunk-or-treating, no nothing. And I just think that's a stupid – I'm sorry. If, like, I, my mom showed me this picture, and it was like, if you can go through a drive through and someone hands you your food, you can go up to a house and someone hands you candy. If you're – like, it's just so dumb to take yeah. that away. Yeah, because Halloween was, like, the pinnacle of my childhood. It was my favorite holiday, and I love trick-or-treating. And I feel like if you just – wear a mask and like you just be a little careful it's fine yeah I think my mom if you can't if you hear that it's my dog sneezing he Oakley is constantly you know when they get in those moods and they're moving around and they sneeze I'm like what it's okay just stop he wants to be heard I know um my mom said she was thinking of maybe doing like a clothesline in the front yard and clipping candy onto the clothesline and letting kids just come up and grab it that would be so cute. Yeah, because there's a lot of kids in my mom in like my parents' neighborhood. So she's really hoping that they like still come out. Um, but I definitely got all king size candy bars because I just want to be that house. And I want if there's any kids, I want them to know we're the house that gives out the king size candy bars. And then next year they're gonna be like, everyone go to this house because they give out king size candy bars. Yes. I am stoked. That is the house that I aspire to be when I have a house. Exactly. I was, and it was like 
ended up being the same price probably because we're not, I was like, we're not going to have very many. So I just got like a big pack of them and it only comes with like 18 of them. So it was like, I will not, we will not have more than that. So yeah. And like, if you don't have any, then that's still a reasonable amount to eat by yourselves over the next few months. Exactly. And we have, I have like my little, like in the pantry, like a little movie night section with like popcorn and all that kind of stuff. So I'll just add it into my movie night collection. So cute. I'm looking forward to it. I know. Now my dog just went and took a sock. Okay. Well, he's being quiet and that's what matters. <laughs> I'm actually, I think probably let him out. So while you're talking next, I'll probably let him out. Um, but let me think. So now for my lemon and my lemonade, my, um, well, I'll start with my lemonade because my lemonade was definitely going out, seeing my family, seeing everyone. Um, I think that was my lemonade the last week, but I was just there for so long. So um, my lemonade definitely was getting to spend that much time with them. Like I'm very grateful that I can take that much time out to go and like fly to see them. Um, so that was for sure my lemonade. And also my lemonade was getting to come home and seeing all my boys too because I really miss them. Um, but my lemon was for sure the flight home. <laughs> It was horrible. It was so turbulent, like constant turbulence. They And it was funny because when the, like the captain or the pilot went on in the beginning, he was like, we're going to have a super smooth flight. Like it's going to be really easy. And I was like, sweet. I'm going to try to sleep. I was like watching the Dodger game, just like living my life. And then like 20 minutes later, it was absolutely horrible. Just like rattle. The plane was just rattling. It was dropping, going back up, going to the side. Like it was so bad. And I was honestly, it, turbulence, you want to say you're not scared of turbulence because you know the facts around it. Like, oh, turbulence has never taken a plane down, blah, blah, blah. But when you're in the moment, not only is it scary, but you just get nauseous. Yeah. So true. Like I was just going to throw up and it's just like, no, you just like don't have any control. You can't stop it. It's not like you can just like get out and then go back in. Like it, it was just horrible. And then he came back on and he's like, sorry folks. Like there's an altitude issue over the desert. You know, like all the planes are reporting this. So it, we're probably going to be dealing with this for another 45 minutes. And I was like, Ugh. Oh my God. So it was about an hour straight of really bad, really rough turbulence and then it stopped for like 20 minutes and went right back. So I would say like 90% of the flight was turbulent. Um, and then it was just the weirdest landing I've ever had. Like, you know how usually it's just like a very like chill descent until like the very end. It just dropped. Like, and like it was you felt going, your stomach drop. Yes. And it was going down so fast. And I was like, what is <laughs> It was just going down so fast. And I'm like, why is this plane going down so fast? It felt like we were going down, but in a bad way. But then I was like, okay, all the flight attendants are calm. Maybe this pilot just really sucks at landing or it has something to do with like the altitude issues today. So we got, thank God we were safe and sound. And honestly, just like proves that so many scary and like weird things can happen during a flight and like you're still fine. It's honestly, it's just like, it's not natural, you know, like it's not natural to feel that like turbulence in the air and it's not natural to feel like you're about to fucking crash and die. Like, of course it's terrifying. You can say as many facts as you want. It's still just like a gut feeling that you're going to die. Yeah. And I did like kind of want to talk to you a little bit about like flight anxiety because I have just the worst flight anxiety. And I know Erica does too. I don't think necessarily as bad, but I know you definitely have like, you, you don't enjoy flying 
Yeah, I just don't like my anxiety is all about being in control. And so when I'm not, I'm like about to freaking lose it. Um, So like having to be stuck in a seat for however long and like not be comfortable. Like I'm overall kind of fine with flights if I'm excited for where I'm going, I guess. But yeah, it's definitely not a pleasant experience. But you and it's crazy because you've definitely been on more flights than I have and you have very bad flight anxiety. Yeah, I mean, I've been on I probably like over 100 flights in my life, like so many flights and it just never gets easier for me and it sucks because definitely like when I'm with someone, it's a little bit easier because I can be like was that noise normal and they're like, "Yeah, that's, you know, they're it's doing this or whatever." Um sorry, my dog's about to kick me in the face. Um <laughs> So it's better when you're with someone, but when you're alone, then you don't have anyone to like bounce your craziness off of. And you're just like, nope, that was not normal. Nope, that was not normal. Um, But I would say like, I did want to talk about just like the few things that I do that, oh my gosh, Oakley, stop sneezing. Are you okay? Um, (laughs) I want to talk about the few things that like helped me and Erica, if you want to like throw into like some things that you do that help you. Um. I would like everyone always says to research facts and I just don't think that just doesn't help me. Like I just doesn't because in like then before a flight, I'm like, okay, yeah, I know all these, I know all these facts and I feel good. I feel prepared. But then when you're in the air, it's just a completely different story. Yeah. true. It's just a completely different story and it's so much scarier when it's like physically happening to you and you can, I, you can be a big talker all day and be like, no, it's this does this because of this. But um, personally, I feel like it just doesn't help me too much, but it could definitely help you because I know it's a big thing people say to do. Um, but what really helps me is buying Wi-Fi like on the plane and being able to text people and being able to talk to people and then I usually will buy like the full internet so I have my social media I can answer emails I can do like all of that stuff um so that definitely helps me a lot is being able to like go on social media kind of just distract myself watch YouTube watch Netflix um and do stuff like that so I know that really really helps me Yeah, it definitely helps to be distracted um, and, of course, to stay connected. Like, I don't normally pay for that because I'm, you know, with Austin or I'm with my family. So, like, that's who I would text anyways. Um, But I definitely, like, am all about downloading stuff on Netflix before the flight or bringing a really good book that I've been wanting to read, not like a book that I am making myself read because I'm not going to read it. but, but yeah, I think, yeah, um, yeah, the book definitely helps like, it, but also too, sometimes I'm like distracted with being scared and then I can't like focus on my book. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you have to like play to what distracts you the most. So I think for you, that would be honestly social media and like YouTube. And for me it would be a book. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It definitely what you're like most comfortable doing um and this is like sounds so stupid to say um but if you can do it i would bump yourself up to like business or first class and i know it sounds like so dumb but being able to have extra space to move around and also being at the front of the plane always makes me feel better i'm the first one off the plane um 
your first one on set, like sat normal, except actually right now with flights, you're, it's backwards. So first class goes last. Oh. They do the back of the plane first because um, they don't want people like in the, like sitting in the plane for a long time. So like together. So first class goes last, but I, I mean, I don't mind that, but just being able to be the first person off of a plane helps me a ton. And you're always getting more attention from the flight attendants too. Like they're checking on you way more. You're just kind of like taking care of more, which is dumb. Like it's dumb that this is, it's even a thing, but for me personally, like it helps. So I think if you can, I would recommend like bumping yourself up just even like one class. Cause for some reason coach just like makes me like more anxious, I guess. I mean, yeah, the extra space is definitely nice. Um, I, I mean, I would as well, but if I wouldn't do it unless it was like a long flight. Yeah. If it's over for me, if it's over like, yeah, like three hours, I'm like, okay, you know, like I'll do it. If it's to like Vegas or, you know, well from California, if I'm going from California to Vegas or from California to, um, I've gone to like Northern California from Southern California. I'm not going to bump myself up for that, but also to like Cole is so tall, um, that he needs extra leg room anyway. So it just kind of works out for all of us. So, or for both of us, um, so that works for me. And then I always make sure that I have my own snacks and like bottle of water. So I don't have to be like, I don't have water and then be freaking out about not having water. Cause I, I always want to make sure that I have water on me. So I'll always buy a bottle of water and a snack before I board. Um, but those are like the main things that really help me out. Yeah. That the last one, I always get a big bottle of water and like Austin is always like, they have water on the plane, but I'm like, no, they come in those tiny like cups and you have to hold on to it. It's going to spill. Like, no, I like to have a big bottle of water. Cause that totally helps my anxiety as well. I'm the same. And even if I don't end up, most of the time I don't end up taking one sip of the water for the entire flight. Um, but it's but, nice to just have it there. It's peace yes, of mind. It's like a security blanket. Like I just want to have, oh, and blanket. Bringing a blanket is really nice. I always bring really like fuzzy socks and take my like shoes off and have just like my socks on, wear really comfy clothes, all that stuff. You guys know, like that really helps. But yeah, having the water. Cole says the same thing. He's like, baby, you get free water on the plane. And I'm like, I know but I don't want to have to carry a cup. Like, and then the whole time it's like shaking. And then like yesterday she was like, Oh, do you want wine? And I was like, Oh yeah, maybe that'll help me. But it was so freaking turbulent. I couldn't even drink it because it was, I was going to have to. And then it just makes you even more nauseous. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I've flown a lot, not a lot. I've flown four times. I've flown four times during COVID, but I guess that's a lot for like you know, flying during that is a lot. Well, yeah. for two trips, one, two, three, four, so four total. Um, and I honestly have felt super comfortable, but I've only flown Delta and I only will fly Delta because the precautions that they're taking that I know other airlines aren't taking. Um, like I've heard other airlines are booking up middle seats. They're not cleaning. It's just like a completely normal flight. Um, with Delta, they will literally kick you off the plane if you're not wearing a mask and they are not booking any middle, um, mid, middle seats and they are sanitizing everything before you go on. And they give you Purell wipes when you walk on the plane to wipe extra, like do an extra wipe down. Um, all of their snacks and water are prepackaged in a Ziploc bag and they give that to you. Um, all the flight tents are wearing masks and gloves and yeah, it's just like, really, really 
safe. It just feels really safe. So I really recommend flying Delta if you're going to fly. I believe they're not booking any middle seats until January 30th. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. So you have a few months to not have to worry or a couple months to not have to worry about um, that middle seat being booked. And I don't really know. I, I have a feeling they're not going to go straight into booking middle seats. They might do something where like you can buy out the middle seat and not have to sit with someone, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, I really recommend it. If you, if you have to travel and you are being really safe and cautious about it, then I think you're totally fine. Um, but I can't say that for every airline because I know not every airline is being safe, but Delta, I think Delta and Southwest aren't booking middle seats. Yeah, I've definitely, I've been looking into flights to get to you, like we've talked about, and we've been looking at Delta and Southwest. So it's good to hear, especially from you, that you feel comfortable because I know that you're very like strict about being safe and everything, as am I. So to hear from you that you're comfortable makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. um, And it should anyone out there too, because I promise Erica and I both are really like careful with COVID and being super safe. So for me, yeah, for me to feel comfortable takes a lot because I don't feel like most places are being cautious. Like I don't feel like any restaurant is being cautious pretty much. Um, so I don't really go to restaurants that much. Like once in a while we'll go, but I don't even think we went to one restaurant while I was in California because just nobody's seems to be taking it very seriously at restaurants. Yeah, uh, I don't know why, like I saw this TikTok that just stayed with me as they do, but like when you take off your mask to eat, like the COVID is just not supposed to get you for some reason. So I don't understand like the concept of going to restaurants right now. And yeah, you wear your mask when you're walking to your table, but you take it off when you're going to eat. And it's like, well, there's still people walking by and you can still get it that way. Yeah. There's still people walking by. And when you're inside, there's like, you don't get that extra ventilation. And when you're outside, I think you're like way, like I haven't eaten inside a restaurant since March. I don't think. Um, and I've eaten outside a couple of times and I feel, I feel okay, but it's still scary. And yeah, when you take your mask off, it's like, what? It's just a free for all at that point. Yeah, exactly. And when I have to go in to go to the bathroom, I don't, I wear my mask, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. It's like when people think like once they get inside the restaurant, they're safe. I'm like, no, because then you're closed in and everyone is closed in with the virus. So exactly. It's just not, it's just not safe. So as far as flying, I definitely feel totally comfortable as long as you're flying Delta and you are being really safe. Yeah, I um, second that and um, would love to get into our next topic if you want, Sage. Yes, I'm actually really, really excited to talk about this because I'm really excited because you're doing it with me. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much what we want to talk about is birth control because that's something that I know Erica, well, Erica, you talk about your birth control experience, like what you've taken, um, how you like it and why you're deciding to go this route, and then we can kind of, like, get into it. Okay, so um, I've been on birth control, the pill, since I was, I think, 16 turning 17. Um, I am now 27, so it's been 10 years that I've been on the pill, and it's, like, every year that's passed, I've been thinking to myself, like, okay, I need to find something else. I don't, like, 
being on the pill. I don't like how it's just so fake in my body, you know, and my body's not doing its natural thing. Um, but I've just, it's just so easy. Like, I mean, besides taking the pill every day, it's like, it's my body is used to it by now. Unfortunately, it's been 10 years. Um, but I've just, especially lately, I've just been really wanting to get off of it. And you sent me an alternative and I, had heard of this before. It's all about like taking your temperature and tracking your cycle naturally. And I've heard about this and I've heard it's very successful. It's great because it's natural, obviously, but you said you were going to do it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The only birth control method I've um, also ever used is the pill too. Um, and I didn't have like the best experience with it as well. And my gynecologist recommended that I get an IUD, which I'm not at all against an IUD, but I've just been doing a lot of research, you know, on just these hormonal birth control, um, methods. And I've just seen so many horror stories and I'm like, there has to be like a better option, um, you know, for your body. So I heard of natural cycles and pretty much what natural cycle is, um, is an app where you take your temperature every single morning, you input it into like this algorithm and it literally gives you a red day or a green day of if you're fertile or you're not fertile because, Something that I don't think a lot of people know is that you're only fertile about five to six days per month. And that's like maximum. It's insane to me that I didn't know that. And like, I've, I think I learned it last year, but only because of a podcast. And I was like, wait, excuse me, I'm taking a pill 30 days of the month when I really only need it those certain days or something. Yeah. It's insane. And putting that into your body kind of for only these like few days that you would need to be like protected pretty much. So all, um, natural cycles do is they, it takes, I would say like a couple cycles, um, to really figure out your body and figure out when you ovulate because you can only get pregnant when you're ovulating. Um, so they are, um, pretty much just tracking you, tracking your body, tracking your temperature and seeing if you are fertile or not. It is 98% effective with perfect use and 93% effective with typical use. And I think that is so amazing and such a good statistic. And even like the IUD is, I'm pretty sure 98% effective. Um, birth control I think is like in the seventies range. And I mean, condoms are like not, they're just like way lower than that. Um, so it's like the way higher than a lot of other birth control methods. And you're not putting any hormones into your body. You don't have to worry about any side effects. It's obviously FDA and all gynecologists approved and all that stuff because there's literally no negative to it. Unless obviously if you're not using it correctly, um, so Eric and I are trying it together, which is really nice because we can kind of like give feedback on our own experiences with it. Um, you know, me having like hormonal issues, I'm very curious to see like if it works well for me and if it works well for Eric, I'm sure. And Erica getting off birth control for 10 years too. I'm very curious to see how our bodies are going to react differently to it and see how fertile we actually are. Oh my God. Yeah. I've, it's crazy because I've read so much about the long-term effects of birth control and it's been a big reason why I've wanted to get off. Not that I want to get pregnant anytime soon, but 
eventually. And I don't want this birth control to be like killing off any possibility of that. Um, but it's going to be like a real, like a science experiment basically. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really is. And for, yeah, for me too, like it scares me because I already have these hormonal issues. Like I already have things working against me and I just don't want anything else to be working, not in my favor. So if I can do this completely naturally and have my body be doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing every month, because yes, with an IUD, you don't have your period. Most of the time you don't have a period and that's fantastic. But at the same time, it's like, well, your body is supposed to be shedding that lining. Your body is supposed to be having a period. Like, and eventually when you want to start trying, I want to know like how fertile I am because what if I go through it and it's like every day is like not fertile, not fertile, not fertile. I need to know that because then I can start, may, I, may, I don't want to have kids maybe for another few years, but I can be working on myself because then when I'm actually ready to have kids, it's not going to be like, I won't be figuring it out then, you know? Yeah. Like it won't be too late. Like you're already on the path of getting to know your body. Same as me, which is insane. You know, it's been so long. I should have been on this already, but whatever. Um, but it's, going to be so great to like actually know and understand and work with our bodies rather than like change them, change how they function and make that work for us. Yeah. And I already like track my period with flow and I use all those apps to like track my cycle and, you know, make sure everything's okay. Um, so there are weight, like you don't have to not have a period. And I'm, I'm like, this is speaking from someone who has like horrible periods every month, like really, really painful periods every month. And I'm even saying to myself, like, I need to just kind of do like, let my body do what it's supposed to be doing. And I can do holistic things in the meantime to like make my periods not as painful and, like I was talking to like my future, like to Cole's mom. And she was like, there's so many things that I can like show you that are like holistic ways that you can like really help your cramps and like these teas and these massages and these, like just so many different things. So there are tons of things you can do holistically to help your body with your period. Um, because I know how horrible they can be. Um, and now I have ovarian cysts too. So like dealing with all the different hormonal things. I just want to let my body, like, let it run its course, let it do what it naturally is wanting to do and just fix it from the inside out rather than bringing in a third party to come like mask what the real issue is, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And like hide, like, it's almost like sometimes when I have like I feel weird taking Advil when I have like a really bad headache. Cause I'm like, well, I'm not fixing it. I'm just masking the pain. I'm just masking and hiding this issue to like go on. And that's like what you're kind of like, what I was kind of wanting to do with an IUD was like, just get rid of the period. I don't even want to deal with it when I should really just be like, why are my periods painful? Why am I doing this? Like, do I have, cause you can have so many different issues with your, your ovaries and your uterus and stuff. So it's like, I'm just going to be learning about my body rather than just trying to like ignore what it's trying to tell me. Yeah. It's really like so amazing that you found this and sent it to me and we can use this to talk about it. And hopefully, you know, I know so many people who got on the pill when they were just starting to have sex and then just stayed on it for forever. Cause that's what we're used to. Yeah. Or even so, before they were sexually active. Like yeah, of, exactly. I know a lot of people who were on it because they were like, Oh, you know, my periods are really 
heavy. So my mom put me on it when I was 12 and I've been on it since I was third. Like, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's just the norm in our society. And there's so many different options now where that doesn't have to be the case. So I'm really excited to like go on this journey with you and see what happens to us and (laughs) hopefully come out of it. Okay. And still childless until we choose otherwise. Um, but it'll be fun if you guys like, you know, I'm sure every woman has had this issue some point in their life, you know, so we're going to be talking all about it. Yeah. We'll let you guys kind of know, you know, how our first month goes and, um, if we recommend it and all the things. And, um, I'm really excited to kind of get into that with you and get, share it with, share it with our people. So share it with the world with the world um on that note guys i think that was really all we got for today's episode right yep okay cool (laughs) let's just make sure i already screamed into the microphone once um so um i'm really happy that i got to sit down and talk with you guys we really missed you and um we will see you next week make sure to send us we have a few questions like on the back burner that we haven't gotten to yet so if you haven't had your question answered we'll get to it for sure um, make sure to send us an email or a DM or whatever, if you want us to answer a question or if you, um, want us to discuss like any topic that you'd like to talk about. And, um, Erica will hit you with our socials before we end the episode. Yeah. So honestly, we love getting DMS from you guys and just being like, this is what's happening to me. Have you ever been through this or what the fuck is going on with this? And we will just figure it out with you and talk because that's what we do best. We talk. So hit us up on Instagram at balance broads pod. Sage is at sage with two A's. I am at erica.kl. We have Twitter at balance broads and our email is balance broads at gmail.com. Perfect. Um, yeah. So super excited to talk to you guys soon. Um, always catch us on Instagram. We need to be more active on there. I promise we're trying. Um, Eric has been doing a job of picking up my slack. So, um, we're going to try to be more active on everything and we will talk to you guys super soon. Yay. Bye. Bye.